You're listening to the Know Nothing Podcast with Stat and Dojo. Well, hello, Stat. Hi. How you doing? You know, know. I'm doing. You're doing. Well, I'm still sick I'm, since Friday. I've been sick, and it's not. And I, I, I get sick once every two years. You know what helps with sickness? Whiskey. It, it kills the disease. I mean, you, you've seen alcohol. So you're rubbing alcohol, right? If your arm is infected, you rub alcohol. Well, what, shouldn't that work on the inside, right? You just pour it down your gullet. It's like going from the outside in, or inside out. It's all good. Yeah, but how do you get it into your mind to fix your brain? Oh, God. Is that called boofing? <laughs> boofing? That's, that's your butt. Boofing. What what? You ever heard of boofing? Is that when you put like when you put like uh, alcohol in your butt? Yes, it's when you drink beer from your butt or something. Apparently, our, our, our that's super dangerous. By the way, yeah, I know. Well, because your your because your rectal side it doesn't is... go through your liver. Yeah, it doesn't. It bypasses your liver. I know. You... It makes it's really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad you know it's dangerous. Why are we talking about this? Uh, well, I I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I said, how do you get into your brain? And you said boofing. I know I said boofing because I immediately thought That's of like... the a, complete opposite side of your body. I was thinking of different ways of entering alcohol into your system. I was experimenting <laughs> through my brain verbally. I'm sorry. I will not say boofing again. Boofing. Boofing. Is that the word? It's called boofing. Our, our, uh, our, our chief justice, uh, God, what was his name? The newest guy, uh, he was uh, he apparently boofed in college. That was a big sticking point with during the hearings. Are you are you talking politics to me? It, See, that's, it's, that's amazing how that Are is. You I love it when people call that politician. This is why the world sucks right now. Just how telling you. How could you fa- say a politician's oh name? Oh my God. He's a, technically not a politician. He's a judge, which in theory should never be political. That's how the, dare you say a judge name to me? I hate the world I live in. I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a great example, actually, how we can't have those conversations, unfortunately. I wish we could. Yeah. But, anyways. I'm going to cut it right there. Yeah, we're, we're going to move on. And we're, I'm going to force the issue. We're talking about space, people. This is what we're actually talking about. We're talking about space, not about boofing or, or politics. Yeah. I like how it started with boof. First of all, it started with you being sick. <laughs> then it went into boofing because I asked how to get the alcohol into your brain to fix your brain. And then you mentioned a judge name for some reason because he boofed. Well, that's where the word. That's why the word. Let's say the words in our, our lexicon lately, because that it came up recently. If you pay attention, so that's all. I, I don't. Not really. <laughs> not really interested in what people did in college. To be honest. Uh, well, the reason. Okay, we're not get too far into the reason why they were talking about college is because he was. Accused oh, we're back of, on this. He was oh. accused of, of raping girls in college. So oh that, my god, Dojo. That's the. Why reality? are we talking about this? <laughs> this isn't space. There's no black holes. I don't. Ah. Oh. Jesus. You asked why. I didn't ask about anything else. You just want, I don't you want, want to know. Do you want more to know about boofing? I know you were seriously want to hear I it. don't want to know about I this can draw judge. You a picture. I don't want I to got, know. I can do paintings. You boofing paintings? <laughs> that is another thing. Um, oh, I was in college. There's actually a guy in New York that got famous for pooping out paint. That's how he, uh, that's how he made paintings. He would put like paint, farting out. Yeah, he would stick poop. Uh, he put uh, paint up his ass, and he, would, and, he, and he would and he would and he would shit on the on the on the canvas that was on the ground. And, that was, and he actually got wait. Poop. Would he shit or would he just splatter the paint? Well, he I don't know. I don't think there's any poop in it, but there it wasn't his butt when it got it came out. So you know, it's poop. Probably something in there a little bit. So space. Wow. Um, <laughs> you have like um. Can I look up his art. Or I mean, should I say his shark? Ooh, ooh, oh god! Do you have a do you have a do you have a drum thing on your little sound bite thing? Because that would be perfect right there. <laughs> I have this. You 
son of a bitch. That that that's appropriate too. <laughs> oh god. So he sharded oh. art. Yeah, so okay, we're not we're gonna move it on. What we're is his name? On. I don't know. I, it's, 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 no, like, if you brought up that judge twice, I can bring up the charter. You can what bring him up. This? I can't remember because this is, the, this is college. Okay, this is I'm twenty years ago. Oh my, shit oh my god, you're really doing a Google search. Shit art. <laughs> oh. Oh god. oh god. <laughs> well, you just Google <laughs> shit art. You can't <laughs> yeah. Google that. No, you'll have to get eye bleach. No, oh my god. Oh god. Here's what? a oh. giant piece no. of turd in the middle of this museum. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Yo, are you... Shit art is next level. You know, this is a oh microcosm. This is a microcosm of why us as civilization will never leave this planet. Just trying to talk about space, and we're talking about shit on a wall right now. <laughs> oh my god. We're monkeys. This is amazing. This. Bull has shit coming out of his ass and he's flying through the air and he's hitting this other person <laughs> into the wall. This is where can I see this? Oh my uh, god. You know this is not a visual medium, right? No one can see your bull. I described pooping. it fairly well. He looks like a rocket ship with shit coming out of his ass. He's a bull and he's ramming this person against the wall with his horn. This is this is not this is not the night I was hoping for. This is not what I was thinking. You started it. I started, but I'm also trying to finish it. You are, you, but you're like a child. You're obsessed with poop, and you're like, ah, I gotta look this up now. Farts will never not be funny. Yeah, why is that? Because they sound ridiculous. There was a comedian that made a good joke. Everyone, I think, our whole life has been taught that, like, you gotta. I don't know something about the fart. I mean, it's a good. Oh. It's a good sound. It's a good. But he, did you fart that? You did that. Wow. I'm really good at making fart sounds. Anyways, the uh, th there's a comedian made, made a good How much joke. Milk? Did you have today? I don't drink milk. Milk is actually very bad for you. Um, the uh, <laughs> it's true. It's true. Your body's not supposed to. It's not good for you. It's really not. It's a. It's a. It's a lie. It's a big lie, perpetuated by the milk industry because they need to sell a bunch of milk because they had too many cows from World War II. It's totally true. Anyways, uh, the uh, uh, I lost space. No, it was, it was, thank it was, you. I was gonna talk Thanks about, for the milk. I need to talk about why farts are funny. You ask a question, I want to talk about the farts quick. <laughs> then you start, then you just shit on a whole industry. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Go from talking about farts to just fully like just destroying energy and, and industry in one sentence. <laughs> well, it's true. Look it up. Um, no fart. Like the comedian made a good joke. Like. Uh, uh, God wanted farts to be funny. Think about it. They put it in the hole between two ginormous lobes of fat. Like, why is that? Why is the butthole inside of two ginormous cheeks of fat? Why, why? They could be anywhere in your body. They could put your butthole on knee. They could put it anywhere where you just, you don't need it to be where it is, but it is so that a fart happens. It's kind of hilarious. So, so you think because, like, like the fart, the thing about the fart, is you're saying that without without the cheeks, it wouldn't make the sound? Of course not. How do you know? Okay, you've never okay, you've never done okay. You, all right, this is this is getting weird, but we're gonna do this. Have you ever wanted to fart in public, but you didn't want to hear didn't want to hear it? Yeah. If you spread your cheeks apart, it makes it a lot easier to be quiet, doesn't it? I don't know if it's necessarily spreading your cheeks. I mean, if you apart push, or, if you push really or hard, or you're like focusing on on like. Allowing the air to escape freely. That's the point. Yes, obviously, but that's the, the fart isn't the, the the fart isn't the gas. The gas has to be flapping in between two two things of fat in order to make that sound. So yes, uh, if it's freely, it's not going to make. That's what. Yes, the, I don't know why. Why are we doing this? 
This is what space is about. <laughs> well, we're eight minutes into eight minutes. Into. We're eight minutes into space talk, <laughs> and we've talked about nothing about space. We're failing as we're just, podcasts. We're just, just, just wandering through this podcast. <laughs> oh boy! So focus, focus, focus. <laughs> I need to find this charter. Oh God, who? Dude, this is like 20 years ago. You're not going to find him. Give me a break. Was he, might... he like a street artist? No, he was a musician. I think he was in I, I think he was in New York, but he could in Europe. I do remember it. I remember it being very colorful. He used used primary colors and he would he would shit on on paintings and it would, it would be it was like Pollock, you know, it was like a bunch of spray stuff. It wasn't like it was like so he wasn't, wasn't painting like portraits with his ass. It was it was like you just you would sit on a on a on a on a, uh, on a bladder, squat and and they would just poop out the color. Incredible. Anyways, um, enough of what came out of his black hole. What? Uh, so here's the thing. I'm, I'm actually. What are we talking about? Black holes in outer space. We're not definitely talking about black holes because black holes. Why not? It, that, that's a bit of a jump. That's all. I figured we would <laughs> like we, like jumping through a black hole. You can't jump through a black hole. You get stretched through a black hole. Um, which is funny how like there's always these 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 science shows talking about black holes, but we really know nothing about them. We we know right, nothing. So like do they like do you actually get spaghettified? Yes, but over a period of an incredibly long time, like years, you'll die before you can get near the black hole because you're stretched and you'll die. It's like the 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 time the, the distance from a black hole to start that stretching is so far away that you're nowhere near it. Like you're not even kind of close. You just start stretching and then you get crushed and die. I was watching this documentary on black holes and they were saying that not every black hole is the same. And I think that the bigger ones, there's a chance that you can actually get into them without being stretched. But then there's like this super hot like magma interior where like everything kind of collects that no one has ever seen. So I guess they're just assuming this. I don't know. Well, that's my point. It's like, but, uh, the, the definition of black hole is that no information, including light, leaves. So they don't know anything about black holes. It's all speculation. All of it. There's no way of... I think the craziest thing was when people didn't even believe black holes exist. And then all of a sudden, it was like, oh, there's black holes at the center of every massive galaxy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah, insane. Yeah, well, Crazy, it's, 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 that's their theory of why the galaxies stay together because it's such a massive amount of gravity. That's how it keeps things surrounding. That's how they, mm-hmm. that's how, because otherwise, why, why don't galaxies just spin out into space? There's no reason for them to be together. Yeah, it's gravity. Yeah. Which is another thing no one understands. It, gravity does not follow any of the laws of physics in any, any sense. We can understand it because we, we experience it, but we, it doesn't have any, doesn't have any real basis in, in like, there's no, re, like, no one can really explain why it's there at all, not even a little bit. There's nothing there's no like mass creating gravity yeah why it, it does but we don't know why like why does it draw people why what's the what is that force it's an invisible force there's no reason for it it's like there's nothing we can measure you can't measure gravity other than the, than the pole what, what is the well it's bending space but okay but that, what does that mean like it, it, i'm saying like there's no it's, it's fundamentally not understood gravity is not understood at all not even a little bit i think there's a lot of things we don't understand and What's interesting is, you know, for instance, like dark matter, they know it exists, just like the black hole exists. They're only recently be able to like photograph a black hole because of light behind the black hole. But the fact that they don't know like what dark matter is or even how to see it or how to like know what it is almost makes it feel like there's this other side of this universe and, and all of us that we don't even know about that is is present 
around all of us, but we don't know what it is. Well, uh, yeah. it's really wild. Well, I, I always talk about how in my my uh, my drinking streams. I always, always end up talking about space. <laughs> my drinking stream. My drinking streams. We always end up talking about black holes. Well, not black holes. I mean, black holes. And and, dark just, matter. Well, there, a lot of people think black holes are like a uh, are basically the, not a portal, but uh, but like a hole in in the multiverse, touching another universe. You know, like like think of like um, you don't do three D design, do you? So you don't understand. Like when two meshes overlap each other. That yeah. kind of idea. Think of a video game when you 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 get sucked into a wall and you're you're not supposed to. That is like one of the theories that what a black hole is is two multiverses touching each other, and that's where they come from. Um, and that 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 connection is where that. So if you went through a black hole, you'd technically go into another multiverse, you know, because they're, they're, it's like overlapping. But right again, it's all it's all high minded stuff. Like no one actually has any true data. It's all speculation. I think I, I think there's some quantum physics that kind of follow some other ideas like multiverses and stuff like that, but. I don't know enough about the math to know if it's real or not. I just know that it's it's fascinating that they come up with these such ridiculous concepts that we, uh, as plebes on on a planet running around, uh, don't realize how much massively unimportant we are in, in in every respect. Like that's that's the one thing about space I want to talk about has how insignificant we are. It's a it's a word we use all the time, but like scale scale is never talked about properly. Because we as humans have a real trouble with real scale of, of space. And I mean, the reason why I tell you this is that there's a great YouTube video out there explaining just our solar system. You know, let's start small, right? We all think of the solar system as small. Well, every one of us went to school. Everyone had textbooks. And we always had these pages showing the planets all clumped together. And it's like a little page showing you the skies and the size of the planets. But there's a guy in, in, on, uh, on YouTube that says he was a professor. He's like, no one really understands the scale and how much empty space is in our solar system. So he did a scale model where the size of the earth was a marble, a marble. And he went out to this Mojave Desert when the salt flats, and he created uh, lit globes at the scale of those, all the planets, all nine planets, okay? And he put them at the right distance of each other, and he, and he hung them in little, little, like a little rods in the desert. And in order to get the entire length of the, uh, uh, of the solar system, it was like 10 miles, okay? So imagine how, how much space is between 10 miles with a marble, to get to the final planet in, in our solar system, and it was and to see this in scale on this YouTube channel, it was fascinating. It's like everyone thinks this uh, the solar system is like clumps of planets together, really close, circling each other. And no, it's so severely spread out, and that is just our solar system, which is in the scale of the universe, insignificant as much as we are insignificant to the solar system. So then you go to the next scale, which is our galaxy, and that is such an insurmountable concept. Where it's like I think was was it twelve or 100, 112 million light years across or something. Where you, you speed of light, you have to go 100. No, more like 120 million light years across. Some it's massive. Yeah. yeah, so like it's these are numbers that people cannot process. They sound mm -hmm. big because we know big numbers, but no one really like. Uh, no, it's hard to like. I mean, it's hard to even think about how big the Earth is. Mm -hmm. I mean, like some people have never left their left their hometown. I think that like understanding the size of the Earth, um, for instance, is extreme, is difficult to to know. Yeah, like you know, flying not... a plane is a really good way of getting a little perspective because people don't look like ants. Cars look like ants. You know, you get up in the you get up in the thirty thousand feet, you can't distinguish things in the ground. They don't even exist. It's just like this flat plane. It's weird. Mm -hmm. Like ever flown past a city? Um, yeah, yeah. And, and like, no, I know exactly what you mean. It you know, looks like, like little uh, circuit boards. But like a like a downtown area, like something like New York or, or like, yeah, you know, it's like it, you think of these huge skyscrapers, but when you're in the space, it's like no, they're looking, they're looking nothing. You can't even see it. it looks no insignificant next to the ground. Oh, I just want to say something. Like you said, insignificant, and as much as what you're saying makes sense, mm -hmm. that 
you know, as this, the size of our planet and versus, you know, or us as people on this planet versus the entire universe are insignificant. I actually think that we are significant. I think that Aww. the fact that we were to like able to get to this point, um, like evolving from literally space dust to the, to this planet, to, um, you know, to people is something that is significant, something that, you know, as much as I would love to imagine that it has happened, you know, in this universe already, that as of right now, we don't know. So as of right now, we are the only people that we know or creatures that exist in this universe. And I think that is significant. I think that we are an important part of the universe, even uh, though well, we're I... a small part of this you know, this whole thing. I'm not saying that we're like, I'm not trying to say that we're more important than anything else out there. What I'm trying to say is that we are like here now. And for all we know, there's no one else that is here now because of the size and the timeline of the universe is like, maybe there was other intelligence, well, my, but they're gone, you, you know, me? or they're coming later. So it's like, right now we are significant in that sense. Like we should, be happy that we're here. <laughs> and we should. Well, I think we're happy here. I'm saying like, in it's this, saying insignificant. Some people scale. look at it like, like, like it's it, whereas it's significant as much as microbes on the on the, on the on the edge of your your cell body. You know, that's how significant we are in in scale. It's just it's just it's just too small to make a significant difference on the universe scale level. I'm saying like, we would have to breed like motherfuckers for the next two billion years or more to even make a dent in our galaxy. I mean, like the, the scale, like when I mean scale, even you are, you're saying we're significant. Like you really need to pay attention to scale, like to what's good. Like here, <clears throat> here's a good way of putting it. But I wasn't, Dojo, I wasn't you, talking about like the size of a human compared to the size of a, um, the universe. I understand the concept of the universe being massive, but the idea is that us as people on this planet are something that may have never happened anywhere else. Well, actually, mathematically, they've proven it's impossible. But um, yeah, but we don't know if it's in this same like time right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a better way of putting it. Time, because the, the, there's been a lot of studies where people believe that what may have happened is like just billions. I mean, billions of civilizations who have risen, grown, and fallen in 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 the course of billions of years, and they're not they're there they're not there anymore. We're just this is now our time that we will eventually destroy ourselves, and the new crop will come up. That's what I'm saying. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't feel like we're that significant, at least not yet. Until we until we can master the universe, Matt, <laughs> I, I'm serious. That's an interesting thought. Yes, I I still think. Damn, do, do, do we have a podcast before where I talk about the meaning of life in my brain? What I think of that no. is. We know, I'm scared. We've talked about it on podcasts. I know you've heard you've heard me talk about it. I'm nervous. You you're not nervous. You know what I'm going to say. You can't be nervous. I'm I'm really nervous. What is it? I feel like maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe we should start a podcast with that because this is a pretty big concept. But my idea, we'll come back to it then. After you give us a little, little overview, taste. that um, it's just, it's not it's not it's not a, it's a very cynical and sad one. The meaning of life currently. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy, <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> the the the, pun. <laughs> the first of all, the meaning of life changes. I think over the course of time. That's that's first number one. Number two, the current meaning in of your mind. Are you talking about your mind still? My mind. I thought it was like. 
what the meaning of a life is in your mind. Yeah, in my mind. Yeah, in my mind, it's all it's like meaning. Meaning life in, ge- in general changes. First of all, but my, right now, the meaning of life for the civilization that we are in right now is to have sex. That is the only reason we're here right now. One hundred percent. There is absolutely <laughs> nothing else that's important. Now, hold on. It sounds like I'm just thinking like it sounds like I'm from some perv, right? Just wants to have sex. But this is the intellect. This is the intellect. Shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm not talking. <laughs> The, Tell me more about this sex. <laughs> the reason why is because, first of all, it feels good. Yeah, well, no, but every <laughs> everything we do as humans is almost a hundred percent based on it. Okay, uh, we pretend um, we pretend, we pretend yeah we pretend it's, pretend it's not, but it is everything the way we look, we dress, we act, our social engagements, everything. We are driven to do it. We we do it for our, our evolutionary purposes to replicate. So it's it's ingrained in our genes and our DNA. We all want to do it for the most part. I mean, some don't necessarily, but that's not the point. It's not that the meaning of life is the sex. It's that we are so stupid right now. We as as a as a as a being is are we're just we're we're just monkeys. We're, we're we have no real concept of of the universe of science in any real meaningful aspect. And I think that the purpose is to evolve for the next billion to two to three to five to a hundred to a million billion years of fucking and having kids and evolving to the point we are eternal creatures of energy that we won't understand the meaning of life until we've evolved to a point where we are one with the universes the physics of the universe like we evolved to the point where we our minds are controlling black holes like that level of almost godlike uh, existence <laughs> you laugh but think of the think of the think of the how far we've come from a one uh, cell amoeba, all the way or algae, all the way up to a human who has billions of neurons in their brain thinking and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, like that 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 think of the the fucking immense change from that, and we're still monkeys. Now imagine that amount of scale difference, but another billion years times a billion years times a billion years. It is very plausible to get to that point. And my view is that the meaning of life is just to replicate until we can eventually evolve, until we can actually understand what the meaning of life is, because we're just too fucking stupid right now to know anything. And the reason, and, and, and this is why religion, for instance, which I'm not going to get too far into it, why religion exists, because we're all just like confused of why are we these sexually driven beings that doesn't make you know so they they create like meaning out of things to try to understand things to and that's why we get multiple religions that's why no one has the answer no one has the answer because the answer is right in front of us just have a bunch of sex because guess what you mean nothing i mean nothing we're gonna die we're gonna be forgotten in two generations but if we have kids our kids are gonna have kids and those kids will have kids for billions and billions of years and eventually our billionth 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 trillionth billionth trillionth billionth times times another trillion grandchild will be able to move plants with a brain and that person will be able to understand what the meaning of life is. Well, I can agree with you. That's on one good. thing. I know. For sure. I know. You're gonna. I, I'm gonna head you off because it's a, it's a dumb joke. <laughs> Not a joke. That we're stupid. Okay. Good. Yeah, we are stupid. I 100 percent agree with you. I think that we're stupid. We're reactionary, and it's unfortunate, but I guess it's part of the process of evolving. And I would love to see more emphasis on like intelligence and more emphasis on those types of conversations with people, you know, versus, you know, talking about sports. But like, <laughs> the thing is, woo, woo, yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah. <laughs> I know you like that talk. Woo. <laughs> Dude, we're, we're, you know, you know, though, like we're going to fucking be playing ping pong with planets if we're going to be at that level of intelligence and be like, I still want to play games. 
Oh, no, game because games are an exercise in the mind. So I think actually games. Oh, uh, we're gonna play ping pong with. I think you, you see the problem is that you, in your little brain, little monkey brain. My think, little brain. Your little monkey brain. You say. You Have you seen the size of my head? That's just all hair, man. Your your head's tiny. <laughs> you, you, you mask the tiny, you tiny is the size of your brain by creating some sort of like extension. Some amount of hair. Yeah, right. it's, if you see my brain, I have no hair. My head's big. Think about that for a second. You do have a big head. Yeah, and I don't have hair, so it's like it's really there. That's a big head. Yeah. Anyways, what are we saying? <laughs> the point is that you're thinking ping pong, which is such a such a plebe thing to say. Like, who would be who would be wow. using, who would be using thinking ping pong at that level? At that level, you can't even fathom the games they're playing. You know, like they're 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 probably playing like physics games where like they're they're editing the the, the fabric of space and time as a game you know who knows what they're doing uh, uh but you, uh, games are real i think games are a fundamental need for the brain because it, it because we've proven that games improve cognitive um oh i think games are very important i mean it's training your brain yeah right. keeping you active it's, it's working on dexterity like it, it, i think it's hugely important i mean i've seen these uh there's people who've talked to doctors so it's like surgeons that play video games versus who don't and supposedly those surgeons that play video games do better and i i totally see that i but think, I, that I think the term games... game is is a loosely word though it can't be termed like can't be put in the paradigm of video game or board game it's the idea of any sort of mental exercise that improves it right and so yeah even at that but level I think they're they'll referring be doing... to actual video game i know they are I'm, I'm trying to get away from I'm trying to get back to the space idea of the universe and the concept of evolution this meaning of life where games are more of an abstract concept of whatever can be helped to improve your brain, which, by the way, is part of the evolution, right? It's like the mutation will help your brain do a more complex game and therefore improve your brain that you hopefully pass on, which I don't know if it's true or not. You pass on that, that, that improved brain power on your siblings. So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, actually, that's the one thing I never... You think, that, you think that because the parent is smart that their kid is going to be smart? Here's the thing, right? Well, yeah, I guess. I mean, that, that's part of genetics. But no, like I'm talking about like the fact that does it's a good, more of a question. I'm not even 100% sure. Does altering your brain affect your DNA so that your your, your offspring can benefit from that ben uh, improvement? I, I mean, if you improve over time, when you have a child, does that will DNA they have that same improvement? Yeah, not quite. But it's got to be. It's got to be a little bit. I think. Better. I think it's something along the lines of like the fact that you are able to make that improvement over time means that it's possible for your child to be born with it, or also make that improvement over time. Because the idea is that if let's say you are able to do a better job of analyzing yourself than the next person, that is a mutation that you have in your mind. Oh, man. That like yeah. they are different than you because they're having a trouble like reflecting on their actions or whatever, and you are able to analyze what you're doing. So that's a difference there that like, I think is a mutation or, or maybe it's just education. I don't know, but I think that, <laughs> I think it, 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 um, I think it has something to do with that. Like being able to have the difference between one person and the next person, that's basically a mutation. I think so. Maybe. Which and is it, how evolution works. I think so, by the way. I, 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 again, this is one thing that you should research. I remember someone saying pretty recently, the word is mutation is not correct. It's not a, tr not a true mutation. It's more of a, there's something about it. I, I'll, look at, I'll look it up on my own time. I, I just remember mutation is an improper word. Uh, because it, Why? It, because mutation, uh, I think fundamentally, is like more of a, a deformity, um, a, a broken system versus, a, a uh, I think evolution is actually a more of a... Um, like but a I'm not saying that it's action. like... Um, so the thing is, like, the word mutation, I think, basically has been turned into that. 
Yeah. Because of movies and because of X Men and because of <laughs> X Men. Um, seriously, our mindless like, entertainment. <clears throat> right, but in reality, I think what it was. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but based on the things that I've watched on Evolution, it it seems that the mutation is something that improves the chances of surviving, and then because of that improvis improvisation happens, there's a better chance of rep reproduction, and then you know their lineage lives on versus the other person or other um, you know ape or whatever it was at the time that doesn't have that ability to do the thing to keep them alive. Yeah. Which has evolved, like the you know, I mean, using for instance, like tools. Like, I was watching. There was I think it was the uh, Planet Earth, and it was Attenborough was talking, and there was this fish using um, a shell on, or was, he was trying to break open this this um, clam on a rock. And it's like this fish is using a rock to break open a clam. Yeah, and it's like a tool. Such a wild idea that like it's using a tool. Like that is how it's surviving in that place he lives if he wasn't able to do that he probably would have less food and maybe die well I so that's like and that's evolving that means that his you know his offspring he'll will learn the same thing and eventually it'll become standard and maybe beyond that you know so yeah uh that's the purpose of my idea of me in life i i i feel comforting in that my meaning of life because it releases my 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 you said there's nothing but what was your meaning meaning become is a fucking brain Brainiac eventually with your kids becoming brainiacs with their kids, their kids, their kids, no, their kids. Playing ping not, pong bra with not brainiac. Planet. You literally have to have lots of sex. As a population, we need to pr promote sex as a thing to do and procreate like crazy. I know it sounds counterintuitive, especially the environment, all that, but that's the future. Not in like in, within reason because it goes hand in hand. Why with not do? Why not focus harder on education? Because I don't think it's it, it, okay. It's it's kind of like well, if if for instance. It passes you down. On the, you pass down that education, and there's you know more educated people in the world versus you know people who are don't have access to that. Maybe the the chances of getting to that level that you're talking about could happen a lot quicker than a bunch of idiots fucking. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to say that, but unfortunately, I don't think that's true. So the, the reason why is because eventually, <laughs> unfortunately, because how it, dare you question what I no, think? No, no, no. I'm saying it's like <laughs> eventually you will you, you'll get to that point in a minute anyways. Um, yeah, but how, but okay, but you, like, can you imagine this earth doesn't need all those babies? No. That's a lot of babies. That's, so what we, that's what we need to fucking get into space, too. That's another thing I'm talking about. Like, that's not the meaning of space. life. We're that, not made for space. Uh, we can. How are we going to live in space? You know how fucked up we would be if we were born in space? Well, expanses, we have to find some protomolecule, and we have to get to meld <laughs> with it. Protomolecule. <laughs> <laughs> the, the actually, the only way I think that is possible if they're actually able to create gravity in space. Well, I've always seen these like rotating ships in movies yeah. that create gravity. Is that actually true? Yes, it's it's well, it's a, so people call it centripetal force, which isn't actually a force. Um, it's just that you're changing direction so much that it it, may, it fools you into thinking it's gravity. Yes, a one g gravity is very plausible with a rotating disc for sure, without even question. But it's very difficult to make. Well, very it's because of scale. You need something really big. But can they do it on a little scale and put a little mouse? In they there? can do it, dude. They, they have many plans. NASA has look at yeah, it. Why haven't they done a little one for a mouse? For a mouse? What the fuck yeah, it's to see if it works. I'm, it works, dude. This isn't this isn't theory. This is real. They can do it. It's just about why would I they? I want to see a little one. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I want to see a little one. Said no. Well, I want to see it working. 
I know it's in theory. I want to see a functioning one. Yeah, you could do it in your home room, by the way. You could do it right now. It's centripetal oh, force, dude. Yeah, you could. Ever seen a mouse in a mouse wheel going too fast and accidentally stops and, and it's stuck on the edge of that thing? Yeah. If you've been on a roller coaster and you've done the loopy loop, it's it's yeah, but we're in gravity, Dojo. No, 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 no. Your loop when you go in a fast loop in the roller coaster, and you're you're called G force. You know, a, a plane has it, jets have it. It's a real effect. It's a real thing. It's not a, not theory. It's completely factual and real. The only thing is that they have no reason to build this ship because why? What are you gonna do? Like put it on the space and so people can rotate. Yay! I think they have a plan in the space station, or at least they might have scrapped it where they were gonna do it. But the problem is, like some of the energy to do it costs a lot of. Uh, it, 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 it's like it, I don't know. I don't know why they haven't done it yet. There's maybe just no reason for it, but it is 100% a real thing. Yes, a disc. Better be 100% yeah, if you're I, saying 100%. I am not even, I am 100% sure on this. It is a real thing. If you have a disc rotating in space at a certain speed, it will give you the 1G. But it's like, what would the purpose of it be? And what's It'll the It'll give you the 1G, but will, will like you be able to have, it would be a rotating disc yeah. and everything would be stuck like, Everything would be 1G across the whole disk. You can walk around the whole thing. Yeah. Basically. You ever seen 2001 Space Odyssey? Yes. That is that is based in reality. Uh, when they, yeah, when when Kubrick did that, he wanted it to be as realistic as possible. He talked to scientists and stuff like that. He did a lot of research, and that is 100% the real thing. You couldn't have it. But it's about the funds to do it, which is extremely expensive, and the need for So make it one for a little mouse. Why? What's the want to see the, the mouse? You can see the mouse, but it's not going to benefit <laughs> anybody, and they're not going to spend the money because what, what was it? It was like a uh, the cost of sending a one pound in space is like twenty thousand dollars. So you got to well, think. Just like, call Elon. He was the one that I think that did that because he's now he got approved by NASA to be the first uh, private company to do commercial satellites. So he you know he has he does that. That's his that's his profit uh, profit uh, uh, model for SpaceX is to. Is have companies pay him to put satellites up in space. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah, that's interesting. It is, well, I, it, I, I, I don't know. I just feel like what I was trying to get at is that being born in space, if we didn't have that technology, our bodies are not made for anything else but one G. You're right, and I, that's what's funny about like the word ex, the movie ex, show expands is that they didn't really talk about like the fact that. They can create artificial gravity in that sense. It's not true artificial gravity. It's not like Star Trek, where like they just have some sort of weird machine that makes anything flat be from gravity. But that that rotating disc is a real thing. I just I don't know the reason why they. I, I just think like I think this the, it's possible if you research like go NASA space trip to Mars, they might actually have one because the travel to Mars is too long not to have gravity. Your bones will disintegrate. So by the time they get to the planet, you you, you land, you're fucking gonna crumble because you can't. Your body, your your, your bone marrow is gone. You need to have the gravity for your bones to stay stable. So, excuse me. I believe that the the the, the plan, if you go to Mars, it does have one of those discs. I believe. Interesting. That sounds pretty cool. It's cool because I always see like these astronauts who come back after a long time in space. They they don't really stand up when they come down. They have to get carried out of the yeah. ship. Because well, they're like their well, bodies are not used to yeah, the not the it's not the bones that's their um it's, that's the uh, what the term uh, when your muscles deteriorate um uh, dystrophy um what's the word atrophy. atrophy yeah they have atrophy because their muscles don't need to support their body because you wouldn't believe, you wouldn't believe how much your muscles are used to keep your body up trite, oh like, I know right so when it's no longer needed your your muscles just simply stop working and it, it, atrophy happens so that's what's going on the bones the bones is a long term thing that's like years in space. And that's the problem with Mars. I think they said to get there and back in Mars, it's like a three-year travel or something. 
It's because again, because again, we all think that our solar system is so close, but it's not. It's it's extremely spread out. I mean, to an extreme degree, and to get there is, is it, it's a it's a it's a path of you know possibly not returning because it's so far away. Which is fa which is fascinating because you think about like all the other places in the universe that we want to go to, and what it takes to get there is meh. You know, like the thought of going to the next solar system is something like I want to say fourteen million light years or something, twelve to fourteen. That's Betelgeuse or uh, Andromeda. 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 Andromeda is the the universe that's going to absorb our universe eventually. Say universe or oh, uh, sorry, galaxy. Oh, Andromeda galaxy. I'm talking of galaxies. I'm thinking I'm, I'm, next solar what did you system. Say? I said solar system. I don't know the next solar system is close. Oh, I don't. I, I was talking about the galaxy Andromeda, which is going to eventually collide with our galaxy. Yeah, which they've also discussed how two galaxies colliding isn't necessarily destroying anything. It's just they, they, they swirl around each other over the next trillion billion years and just kind of combine. They don't really destroy each other. Again, well, I mean, it is possible for things to connect to each other, but it's because of the size, you actually have a lot of things that nothing actually, like a lot of things don't hit each other. Yep. But well, there are space is space. those, you yeah. know. There's a lot of space, yeah. Well, this is interesting is that I've always found the one thing fascinating about the microverse versus the macroverse, which is the my, my macroverse being space, microverse being molecular level, is the space between like an electron and a neutron is very similar to like galaxies. Like if you ever researched micro like um, nano um, technologies, like the ideas of, of the molecule, the gaps in between those molecule parts are fucking massive. It's just like a universe. It really is like a one-to-one. -one. The, the gap between electron don't and they, the don't they say that like us we're made up of a lot of like empty space no no that we are that's the point is our molecules are mostly nothing and um that's why that's why gamma rays can go through us without even touching anything ever it's because the the wavelength is, is so that it goes right through us because uh, there's so much gaps between our molecules that's why so in radiation you get hit by radiation it's a it's, that's why they say it may or may not hurt you because the wavelengths of hard core radiation is so strong that it can hit those molecules uh, versus like gamma, but like radiation can, but it's not guaranteed because it's still passing through all that space in your body. That's what's going on. And, uh, mm -hmm. and it's fascinating. Like, like the molecule level is just like space. It's like a one-to-one. -one. It's kind of weird. Like that's the kind of stuff that always interested me in science and in classes. I've like understand that your molecular level is very similar to the space level when it comes to gaps. And I have another little theory about what life is. Not like the meaning of life, but what life is. Life in my brain is 100% when you're at the exact middle. And I haven't researched it because I don't know if anyone has the data for this. The exact middle point in size between the smallest molecule size and the largest universe size. We are 100% in the middle between there. Somewhere like, you know, we're just as far from the smallest molecule quark as we are from the largest, largest you know, black hole. You know what I mean? That's where no, life No, I don't know what you mean. All right. Um, but what does that mean? That is life. Well, that that's where we that's where that's where life can exist. The 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 energies are 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 proper. Why do you think it has to be in the middle? Because anything bigger, things can rip you apart. Anything smaller, and it, it obeys the different laws of physics. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning. I'm just saying. Like I think about this. Like if you were to travel to the smallest thing in the world, the time to get that small would be the same time it would take to get big as the biggest thing in the world. You know, like in the universe. I, right. I don't I don't know if this is true. I just I thought about this one day. Like how small. I mean, because that, that's nothing. It's like the science show is talking about how small molecules and trying to understand that scale. It's almost impossible for us to understand how tiny a molecule is. And not even a molecule, because a molecule is the, the neutron, the proton, and the electron. But that's not even the smallest thing. 
it goes down to the quark level, which also isn't the smallest thing. There's like sub quark levels apparently. Like there's things that go like really tiny that we can't even understand because we can't see it because at that point light and uh, physics don't work anymore. They talk, they, that's where the string theories and the uh, uh, subatomic uh, quantum theories happen where it, the laws of physics don't, don't apply anymore and that's messing with scientists all the time. It, they don't they don't work. Like the ideas that we learn in the macroverse don't work there. They just don't work at all. Like electrons exist and don't exist depending on if you look at them, that kind of shit. That so, is so weird, by the way. Oh, it's very it's weird. like a shy, a shy thing. A shy thing. It's like, oh, he's looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna start so to look funny. The cartoon of the little yeah, bashful like it's like, oh, he's looking. <laughs> yeah, but you don't fun. know what he's doing until you look. It's such a strange concept. It I is. mean, I remember in, in college, uh, I was level. It was a it was a sci-fi class. It was my only C I got in a class. By the way, C. Yeah, you know, I always got B's and A's. I, I only C I got was in this physics, this theoretical physics class. I took because I was just fascinated by the subject. I didn't care about getting grades. I didn't write notes down. I just like listening to it. And uh, I remember him talking about how, you know, yeah, like the observational. Um, observational science uh physics ideas that things exist by observing it and i was I like that it's fucking with scientists because they don't understand how to even approach this because how do you how do you measure something that when you're measuring it the act of measuring it makes it exist so they're they're, they're fundamentally having to change how they even think about science because of it and that stuff is, is, is mind-boggling to me and it tells me we don't know anything about the universe right and hence my life theory where we are still monkeys and we need to evolve to the point where we can finally understand what that means i agree we don't know anything i feel like we've learned a little bit about ourselves about what our world our universe or our you know our galaxy but you're right we, we there's so much we don't even know about our own planet i mean there's there's species on our planet we don't even know about and that that to me is just like we that, don't even really weird. know what's going on on yeah, our own planet the, the what trench the trench in uh the, the adriatic trench what was it called um ca, ca, yes. yeah that the yes, big the trench deep, the, the deep crevice the cre of the planet the butt crack of the planet there is mm -hmm. uh, they, they keep they've sent some probes down there and they every time they go down there if they find something new like a new animal new creature and there's they've never been down there because the, the pressure of the water is so great they can't actually get to the bottom of the trench so there's like a whole part of our universe or our world alone we don't know and 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 it's funny to watch videos and youtube videos of weird underwater creatures it looks like we're in a different planet Mariana Trench. Or Mariana. Why did I, what did I call it? Like some horrible word. I don't know what you called it. Yeah, Mariana. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, so like that's the thing is we, I feel like we don't know a lot about ourselves. And, you know, it's, there's a lot to learn. And I think it's why people should have an open mind and willing to, you know, do research and watch documentaries on, on, on these things because they're, they're easily accessible nowadays, you know, like documentaries on planet Earth, even for instance, or underwater. Um, there's so many good ones out there that are super entertaining. Even like the one with Will Smith, uh, One Strange Rock, super well done. Really interesting. Um, I've watched it twice because I was just like, <laughs> so, so first of all, I love Darren Aronofsky. The director is really good. <laughs> and I always liked his movies. And then he made this series and I was just like the music and everything is just, he does such a good job. And, um, super entertaining that's and I think that's what's really important is like it's not just about giving information it's actually making it accessible to everybody you know who, who could pick it up and who was interested to like learn something so it's cool to see them make these shows that are accessible i mean there's like there's also another show on netflix called the universe which is super interesting um it goes even beyond 
the uh, One Strange Rock. But there's so many. I, I love them. I think it's just, like you said, there's so many things going on, you know, out there that we don't know about. And it sucks that we're here, you know, fighting with each other. And it's, and it's we, kind we, of we touched on that before, where we do, it's a, it's a bummer that human civilization puts so little importance on the science concept because it's so geeky and and not cool. But that's really the future of human race, or we all die. You know, there's, it, I've said that before in another podcast where, as much as we want to pretend, there's an inevitability that within I think nine point two billion years, which seems like a long time, but it's it's going to happen. The the, the sun, sun will the sun will run out of energy. It will collapse and then eventually expand and, and absorb the Earth. And it's so it's a guarantee. There's no way we will survive forever on this planet. And it's amazing to think that we as people know there's an inevitability no matter what happens. Yet we are very using very little energy to get off this planet. Very little. Like we have like Elon Musk and and the occasional, Bro, we, and the occasional they're hitting that snooze button. Yeah, it's basically yeah, it's a snooze, snooze, snooze. <laughs> and like I feel like if we just somehow realize our our inevitability that banding together and understanding that science is actually more important than we pretend it is because even if you want to pretend this going to space is not important i love those those the rednecks i was saying why would you want to spend that you have homeless people help people no here's the problem you every day use i didn't understand a single thing you just exactly said. the point rednecks. what Did, no you didn't complete a sentence exactly rednecks i know exactly so uh <laughs> my point is is that they, they 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 make fun of they mock going to space as a waste of money and time when in reality, the best benefits people have used in, our, in the past 60 years have come from NASA. You know, the, the internet came from fucking NASA. You know, the government, they were using it as an internet, inter interconnected way of talking to each other, doing science research. You know, the, I think it was the Calvin Collider that actually was in, in France. They, were, they needed, a, they needed the, the track data together, so they created the internet to talk to each other. Right. And now we use it every day. And it's like that's the example of like when you when you reach for the stars, when you really go for something like traveling out of this planet, the technology you need to learn and to and to, to develop to do that benefits everybody. You know, Teflon came from the space industry, I believe. Right. I think so. Um, I don't remember why. Whatever. Uh, Spacesuits. There's a lot of things that came from that. Uh, I think plastics. Well, plastics came from World War Two, but. Um, I just, I, I just, I just, it's fascinating that we, we put down science all the time. Yet every day we turn on a computer that uses almost everything we've learned from space uh, travel. You know, it's like, why, why are we so anti-science in this world? Why are we so hating of going to... Because ign ignorance is in, Dojo. <clears throat> Sadly, it is sad, and I think traveling off off this planet is not some sort of like fun exploration. It's inevitability that has to happen, and the faster we do it, the better we are as a people. Because guess what? We really got good at traveling space, then we wouldn't have to worry about global warming, because we wouldn't have to be living on this planet and fucking it up. We could go around the universe, you know, and learn that infinite resources are out there. So we wouldn't have to suck this planet dry. We'd land on a on a fucking asteroid that has infinite amounts of gold. Gold sounds like you use it for money. No, use it for your electronics. It's an amazing conductor. Land there, there's a thousand pounds of gold there. Perfect. Because you know what? All the gold on Earth that's been mined so far could fit into a into a football stadium. You know, it's it's like such a rare element. That's why it's that's why it's cost so much. But it's it it's stupid. Like it, it's it's out in the universe. Let's go find it. Let's get out of this this planet. Well, I think that they were saying that uh, mining asteroids is going to be one of the biggest industries coming up that are is going to be happening <laughs> invest now everybody stock with stock just go to the dow jones <laughs> i'm not even kidding i think that that like mining these you know going to other planets or whatever you know at some point it's going to be something that's going to be common yeah, and I, well, and it's going to yeah, make well, huge you know differences in our 
in, in, in well, I, I, these companies are going to make a lot of money. That's all we know for sure. I don't well, know what else the positive or negative impacts are going to be on our planet, but well, they're going to make a ton of money. Like every sci-fi movie in China always puts like this corporation in charge of mining. You know, That's like, basically what it's going to be. I, I know it is, and it's okay. It's how it's be because we we have to use resources to, to, to grow and to survive and all that. It's the reality. But the, the good news is the resources are unlimited. The universe is unlimited resources. It's not, there's no finite resource in the universe, not anything in the scale that we could ever absorb. It's impossible. Hell, the sun alone is infinite for our needs right now. It really is if we were to capture it. So I, I just think that getting off this planet, exploring the universe, at least our solar system at first, is a really important step at understanding ourselves and growing. When you say as getting off this planet, you seem like a person? The, no, just the entire fucking population just fucking gone. <laughs> like we can we can have people here and living here, but this is wow. not. I don't want this to be our main place anymore. I think this is. I think we should. And when do you want this to happen? As soon as possible, because I think it'd be great to use Earth as like a time capsule or like a museum. Like how I like every every <laughs> come every, back to Earth to check out what it used to be like. No, I'm serious. It's like I um, remember I love years how, ago. <laughs> I love how all sci-fi uh, love to use Earth as like his home base. You know, where it's like overpopulated and cities everywhere. My vision of the future would be Earth would eventually be quarantined like a national park. Like the entire planet would no longer be touchable when it comes to development. This is the OG. Yeah, why not? I mean, if you if you were able to travel to any solar system within another like 100 light years almost instantly, right? Why would you need the Earth? That would be, that would be amazing. And that's, that's I would also like to teleport. Well, it's plausible. That, 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 uh, remember when I talked about the, uh, the blinking? Of course it's plausible. Have you seen Rick and Morty? Yeah, I know, and that's definitely it's more of a documentary than a cartoon. The uh, ever heard, <laughs> ever heard of a the term entwined pair? No. Okay, so entwined pair is a theory in, in physics and science where um, there the, the blinking in and out of molecules work in a paired system, and they actually can talk to each other no matter where they are in the universe, anywhere. Okay, and this is a proven science science fact. This isn't some sort of theory. This is real. So that. Uh, like if you have an AB, it's, it's like they try to talk in layman's term. Obviously, it's high in physics, but nature entwined like, pair, entwined pairs. Um, if Why, you, when I look this up, do I see diamond rings? Because we're stupid fucking humans who obsess <laughs> over. The heck, bro! Why are they trying to sell me rings? I want to learn about space. Learn how. Learn how to Google better. Don't say entwined pairs. Say scientific theory of entwined pairs or something like that. Okay, that'll help you a little bit better. Um, Wow. So it's an idea that uh, the point that I'm trying to say is that there's actually they've actually come up with an idea that you could actually learn if you can using a lot of computers, what I mean like fucking insanely computers, track every molecule in your body, you could in theory create an entwined pair of your body and put it on a planet a billion light years away. And using the entwined pair theory, turn one on, which would turn the other one off. Which means you would instantly teleport to the other part of the world, of the universe. This is real physics. This is like real. It, no, it's not like it's not fathomable in our current technology. We don't know how to do it. It's way beyond our mindset. We have to fuck more, and make more babies, and get smarter. But teleportation has been <laughs> proven to actually work if you put it in the theoretical side of entwined pairs. It's a real thing. It's fucking weird and crazy <clears throat> because these entwined pairs do talk to you. It's like a communication device over infinite distances instantly they don't understand how it works at all they don't, they don't know why so, how, so let's say like we have this this thing and it functions what good is a lock on a door what why is a good lock what what good is a lock on a door if someone could just teleport into your room um well the theory is that you can't just teleport anywhere you go you'd have to have the entwined pair already sitting in that room oh you gotta have so but okay so if you're saying you can teleport across the universe 
You still have to get there first. Yeah, of course. <clears throat> to get there well, first. well, of course. That's uh, how many million billion light years away. Okay, so okay, put this way. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an analogy to help so you. I, I uh, guess hold McDonald's on. McDonald's will have an entwined pair, and I just go there. Wow, this guy. <laughs> a, a better, a better example is like um, a rock climber. Okay. Climbing the rock first is hard, but when you but as you're going, you're putting in you know you're you're hammering in uh, the what they call them uh, the, the the clips whatever the things that go in the rock, and you're you're, you're clipping yeah, on. You only hammer those in if you're a baby. You should be like free solo and just go for it. You're not helping with this analogy. You're just not helping oh, at all. Continue. Have you seen that movie? Uh, baby, what? Free solo. No, I'm not gonna watch that. I'm scared of heights. Screw you. So, oh my God, Dojo! Please watch it. You're climbing the rock, and everyone who's listening, free solo. It's on Disney Plus. Anyways, once you get to the top, you get to the top of the mountain. Now you have all these these places, these points for these ropes for the next guy behind you to just climb up the rope. Okay, so you get to the top of the mountain, you put down the rope, and you 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 help the guy. Now this guy has a faster route up the top of the mountain. That's my point. And yes, getting there sucks. It might take a billion years to get to the other side of the galaxy. But but guess what? Now you can teleport to the other side of the galaxy. So all the people that were left behind can now teleport instantly and it's not an issue. I, I'm, just, I'm just like, this is all extremely high-minded, billions and billions of years of evolution and minds. This is what I'm saying. Like we, we pretend we know what we're talking about now, but we don't know anything. So just have sex. Just, 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 just enjoy yourself. So have you would fun. Say we, you would say that we know nothing. We know nothing. We know nothing. That's why this podcast is the most in instrumental, important podcast. In a billion, billion <laughs> years, they're going to have our podcast basically on like, on like looping, uh, um, like with uh, in syndication, uh, as, as in like the first clairvoyant human beings uh, <laughs> <laughs> understanding the universe and everything. And it's amazing how, how right they had it. Look at this. this is, these guys are crazy. They knew it. They, knew. <laughs> they know nothing, but they knew. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Well, uh, I like I like space. I know you like space. Dojo, what's the I, meaning of life? We I just told you. Actually, forty two. I want to know. want to know what the, your third meaning of life is. Third meaning of life is, is the number forty two. What? Oh, I, I hate that you don't know that. Tell me. Have you read? Well, were, maybe other people don't know either. Dojo. Did you ever never read this Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? No. Hmm. Oh, I've seen the movie. Don't no fuck the movie. Wow. I, you should well, you you sh you should do a personal favor to me and read the damn book. It is the reason I have humor. It's the reason I know sarcasm. It's the reason I like sci-fi. <laughs> it is the reason. It is. I'm not kidding you. I that and Monty Python. Those are the two things that taught me humor. And I was like seven or eight years old. I read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy for the first time, and it blew my mind. It was like this is this is what this is what a story can be. This is how they oh they can just do that. They can just do that. This oh, and I laughed. I, I, I bought a special leather-bound version of it. I read it like 18 times when I was a kid. Uh, it's a phenomenal story. It's actually, it's actually a five-book story, but the first one's really all that matters. And it's incredibly well done. It's sci-fi. It's humor. It's um, British, which is always really good. Uh, it's poignant. It's awkward and weird. It breaks the fourth wall. It's, um, it's a good little story, too, in its own right. Um, it's just really good. Douglas Adam was a genius when he wrote that book, and it, it, it fundamentally changed who I was, and it, it kind of directed me where I am now. It's an important book. So, mm -hmm. and, the, and meaning and of life is forty-two. 42. So the joke is, it's a bit of a spoiler, but I'll, I'll do it anyways. So the whole point of the book is that Earth is a planet, is not a planet. It's a big, huge fucking computer, and the entire purpose of the planet Earth was to answer 
was not answered the, uh, the, the secret of life. Because so they had, sorry, they, they built this huge computer, in the, in the originally a huge mammoth computer. It took them like 400 million years for this computer to compile the question, what's the meaning of life? The computer comes back and says, answer to life is 42. And then everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, the answer is 42. What, what does that mean? Well, the problem is, stupid, dumb, dumb humans, is that you never never stop to think what was the question. And they're like, what? It says, well, the answer to life is 42, but the question of life, I am not the computer you need to answer that question or to, to know what that question is. You need to build a computer that's bigger than me to find what the question of life is. And the earth was the question of life. It's kind of fun. Like, it's like this weird, like, weird, strange things. The earth was, it's, and, and the problem is the beginning of the book, again, spoiler, the earth is, is destroyed. <laughs> So these 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 race of creatures who were, were waiting billions of years to get the yeah, the actual question of life, right before the question was going to be answered, before the compiling of the computer, the Earth was destroyed to build a to build a highway, and the rest of the book is like these people that escaped Earth in that time, uh, and and their adventures uh, from mm-hmm. them on. And so it, so the point is the joke is what's the meaning of life is forty two. So anyone, it's kind of like an in, it's like inside joke. If anyone asks that question and they say forty two, you're immediately friends because you both read the book, you both get it, and you both have the same humor. Well, I'm happy that we learned about your meanings of life. I, I, I feel like <laughs> is that what the title of the podcast? I feel like it's going to be the title of the podcast, "The Meaning of Life." <laughs> it is. <laughs> it absolutely is. And when people will turn it on, they're going to be like, why are they talking about shit art? <laughs> Actually, what did we start with? What was the first thing we, we said? We shit art. Boom, no, bo- boofing. Boofing. Talking about boofing. boofing. <laughs> <laughs> the meaning of life. Boofing shit art judge. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Three things. To did talk I just about get catfished here. into this podcast? They're <laughs> <laughs> like, when does this meaning of life start? <laughs> and then we start talking about space, too. Like, how long do we talk about meaning of life? Like 30, 40 minutes in. Space is a part of the meaning of life, though. I guess it's all entwined. In theory, it's all the same thing. It's all, I'm made of space dust. Mm hmm. Well, I mean, with that said, I think uh, we can wrap it up here. Well, I want to keep it here coming up with conversations related to space. Um, there's other things to talk about, you know, detailed. Uh, I want to talk about the show Expanse we watched, we liked, um, oh, and, and understanding what it means to populate this, uh, uh, the solar system and, and what human. Um, you know, the, what, what our, our frailties will cause problems in the in the process. I, I want to actually talk about black holes a little bit more. Actually, research a little bit more and talk. I about would love them. to. I've, I've, they're like my one of my favorite things to watch documentaries on. The idea, honestly. the idea of time travel, would be nice to talk about. And a whole bunch of stuff. So, um, yeah. Until next time, Stan. It was nice chat with you. All right, Dojo. Mm-hmm.